It's the one place in all of the internet where you'll find four guys talking pro wrestling way too seriously. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, Brandon Linton, and AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome into episode. Oh, oh! I thought you were still going there for a second. Welcome into episode number. How are you? Is kind of how you say what's up. Maybe it's how you say it. I'm just a little more hip than you are. (laughs) (laughs) Just the reality of it. Um, Welcome into episode number 100 of Jobbing Out. Anyone? 100% 100% uh, of us are here. Well, there is yep. that, but that's not what I was thinking of. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, a hundred, Something having to do with Cody? No, it was episode number 100 because AJ said he only made 100 of those Rasta t-shirts, and you better go get one right now at AJFrancis.me. Uh. That was what I was thinking, because some of us know how to do a little business around here, gentlemen. Some of us understand how to sell. It is jobbing out. I am Glenn Clark. He is Aaron Aaron Oster. He's Brandon Linton. And he is, of course, the main event. Ben. 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 There's one more coming. Ben. Yeah, that's my favorite one. AJ Francis, a.k.a. Frank. Um, and uh, he, of course, is a hoo-hada. Not, not a... He is officially free and available and back to work. Instead of being a yeah. bum. Thank God. He's back to work. By the way, if I purchase... No longer a hopeless bum. Right? If I purchase a signed 8x10... From AJFrancis.me, can I get you to say uh, Aaron can go F himself when you sign it? Absolutely. 100%. You know what? I would encourage all of you to get that exact same signed 8x10 right now from AJFrancis.me. That would be my suggestion. Um, So we got to start with you, of course, obviously, this week. I know there's big news and we got picks to make and the whole thing, but... Um, it's a big week for AJ because you know he's had to wait this out for 90 days, and now it's all out there, including um, a homecoming of sorts. So run me through what everybody needs to know right now. Uh, well, well, you know, the artist formerly known as Hit Row. You like how I did that, I did, right? I did. That is, it, is, it is amazing to me that you can just do that. <laughs> it's really that yeah. simple. All you got to do is put three little letters in front of it, and all's good. <laughs> Uh, the artist formerly known as Hitbro uh, will be making our uh, return uh, together. The first show that we're booked all together is March 19th um, in Balt- Baltimore. Baltimore. Uh, and by the way, this is... Th- this, Parkville. Yeah. Let me, let me tell you something. If you don't know that part of town, everyone has that very accent. This is accent-thick <laughs> Baltimore. <laughs> And uh, March 19th, uh, it's going to be a really good show. Um, you know, you'll get to see us all together for the first time um, s- since the release. Uh, and uh, we're working on a bunch of other stuff 
as of right now, we are definitely going to be at WrestleMania weekend uh, doing things in Dallas. But, you know, TBD on exactly what things we'll be doing. Okay. So, and, you know, we have some good things coming down the pipeline. Like I said, you can, I just started my new website. It's it's AJFrancis.me. And, uh, you know, it, it has details, everything, me, you know, talks, there's a nice little bit telling my life story in pictures and, and paragraphs, as well as like upcoming events that I got coming and like highlight of the camp food drive that we just did. And, you know, it's pretty cool along with the, you know, my merch in there. I got a bunch of eight by tens if you want them limited edition t-shirts. The way I'm going to do the t-shirts is, um, I'm only going to do, instead of just mass producing a bunch of t-shirts and having everybody wear the same thing, I got this pretty cool deal worked out with uh, this uh, t-shirt company called Ink and Press uh, in Orlando that's, like, right by my house. And uh, so, like, I'm only doing 100 at a time. So, like, once a hu- once the 100 of these Rasta t-shirts are gone, then I'm going to get a new design. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to sell more like than that. 100 because I, like I want it to be... Yeah. I, w- I want it to be a limited... Uh, thing i wanted to i wanted to be special i want people to know that if they buy one that there's only 99 others out in circulation so like if they see somebody else with it you know you see a real one you know what i'm saying yeah yeah almost as if you're saying you got 99 t-shirts but nobody else has one yeah there it is well technically there's only 99 right. t-shirts available because one of them is mine that's true he does have one. It. yeah that's a good point i've seen you wear that a few times I loved. I was reading through uh, the bio on here, and it's it's wonderful. He talks about his parents, and then growing up, and then he gets to this point. It says uh, after college, AJ played in the NFL, and he started a podcast with uh, the very handsome Glenn Clark and the worst Aaron Oster. And I was like, wow, that's really sweet of <laughs> you. What? Really sweet of you to have included that in the bio on your website. I just I just need you to know it meant it was it was very touching <laughs> to me that you put that in. And Aaron, he mentioned you. That was nice, right? Uh, amazing, yeah. I'll take it, Brandon. I'm sorry, I left you out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's how you know it's fake. Because if I was if I was leaving anybody out, it wouldn't be cancer, boy. That's how you get all the stuff. Started just to get the cancer sympathy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, so I might put a picture of Brandon right next to all of our merch. <laughs> <laughs> Pur- purchase this limited edition shirt to help this poor cancer boy. a percentage a percentage of all sales goes to help brandon get over cancer and a ribbon on every shirt at the bottom it says zero percent right. that is a percentage so, that is correct no actually it would have an asterisk and at the bottom it would be like 0.001% of all sales go to reimburse me for the Uber that I paid for Brandon to get home from WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> Not bad. Um, all right, so there will be there will be more appearance announcements coming, I'm assuming then. Like we'll just have yeah, to keep... Well the thing is the thing is honestly is like I I there's no way to say this without sounding braggadocious, so I'm just gonna say it. Hmm. Um, I don't. Wait, 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 wait. We need an intro. Oh, we sorry, need. Do we need an intro? Uh, this is the part of the program. Uh, it's now. It's time for AJ's life is different than yours. And now here's AJ to remind you how his life is different than yours. Okay. Well, I really don't need to work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. What a deal. No. <laughs> so, so, just being honest. So. uh 
like I'm only doing shows that I want to do. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not doing yeah, no. every indie in the world. That's why my first show back in the ring is MCW, my hometown. Yeah. I had offers to do. I mean, I was a free agent as of Wednesday. I had offers to do shows this weekend and next weekend and the weekend after that. And I intentionally made it so that my first show back was MCW because I wanted to do it with my peoples. Um, and and after MCW, I don't know if I'm going to have another show until WrestleMania weekend, um, strictly off the strength of like, I, I don't feel the need to rush back out there. Um, like I, what I've done has already been proven. I created Hit Row. There's never been anything like Hit Row, and there'll never be anything like Hit Row ever again. Mm. Um, and I don't really feel the need to hurry up and rush back out there and do a million different shows because I wasn't the indie darling before I got to WWE, but I was still a national figure you know what i'm saying so like i plan on doing things like this past weekend super bowl weekend i was in la and i had meetings with nbc sports and cbs sports and you know fox sports and and ea sports mm. so like you know I, I don't feel the need to go out and wrestle in every high school gym um so like if you do see me at a show know that Either they paid me a lot of money, or I know somebody personally that runs or works on the show, yeah. and they can to come out. Uh, I Brandon and I were in LA recently. We had a lot of important meetings with. Uh, it was Grinder, and uh, we also had a meeting <laughs> with. Uh, very, it was very similar to your trip out to LA and all the meetings you took. We had a meeting with In and Out Burger, and by that I meant we had. Oh, I had I had three meetings with In and Out Burger. <laughs> I know. I swear to God. I think I've talked about it before on this show. I know I've talked about it on my own show. For those that don't know, I have uh, I have served jail time. In fact, in multiple states of all the ironic uh, ironies of ironies. And when I was serving jail time in Arizona, I got out. And the first thing that I said to my buddy who picked me up, I said, drive me to In-N-Out. We are purchasing all of the double-doubles animal style that we can get right now. And I spent about a day hung over on In-N-Out double-double style burgers because, or animal style burgers because it's everything you need in your life. Uh, no offense to all of the other burger joints that are fine. They ain't In-N-Out. I'm going to make that abundantly clear. So, um, so yeah, so I, that, that's, uh, our, but our lives are similar other than that, other than that, other than, uh, all those meetings you took, we had a very other, similar yeah. story. Yeah. Other than that, yeah, other than that, very similar. Plus you're a world champion. I think, uh, I think you've made that abundantly clear. You're literally a, a FIFA world champion. So I am a six time pro club division one world champion. That is a factual Re- statement. Remarkable. And that was one of the things that I was meeting with EA sports about because the opportunity to potentially, uh, go forward and um work with them on a you know uh, uh production basis that sounds pretty exciting actually That's pretty sick yeah that sounds really cool all right ajfrancis.me is where you find out more about what's coming up and again very important uh, mcw on march 19th i go ahead and get your tickets now uh, I don't think you want to screw around with that because, you know, it's, it's going to sell out. Yeah. So. It's literally a hit row reunion. Like, <laughs> stop, stop. Go get your tickets right now. And again, you can link through it at ajfrancis.me in order to purchase yours. All right. Um, we'll, uh, so, so AJ, you tell me, do you want to talk at all about Cody or just want to do picks and then bail? We can talk about Cody. I think Cody's about to get a biggity bag dropped on his head. Well, I mean, yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I think that's. I true. mean, I, I, 
the thing is, is like Cody left WWE to prove that he could do it on his own. And then he did that. And so like, and he helped make other stars along the way. So it's like, now I would assume that they're just dropping a big, huge Scrooge McDuck vault full of money on top of his cranium. I would I would assume so as well. Yes. I would assume that's the case. I, I actually have a take that I think is going to surprise people, but I, it's not going to surprise me. I, I know exactly what you're going to say. I, I feel like I may have a similar take, but I, we'll see. I, I think this makes all the sense in the world. Yep. And I don't know that there there was a I I'm gonna I, it's a better option. I don't know how else to say this. I think it's the best thing that he could possibly do, given every, given where he was at this point. Um, we all, we all saw the problems with where they had gone character-wise in AEW, and it, it kind of provides him a fresh start. And I don't know, like, th- there was of course a shock when I saw the news. I'm like, holy crap! Like, I, I really can't believe that the man that they did everything in this company for is not going to be a part of this company any longer. But the, literally, the next thought I have was, you know what? Given where we were, this is probably the best thing for everybody. I mean, yeah, you, you know how we talk about football trades or sports trades, and you're like, uh, who won the trade? And, 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 and which is always not always, it's mostly a silly conversation, you know, sometimes. Right. And right. it's a win win for both sides. Exactly. And that's what, that's exactly what this is I, I'm, to me. I think this is, like, honest to God, I kind of came out of it saying, like, man, I, I think that there is something fresh here now. Like, it, I, I, I couldn't believe it. I'm not here to tell you that, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a number one Cody fan. Like, I'm not going to do that. But I think there's a lot of fresh opportunities for him. And some of the problems can kind of dissipate. And then if down the road he ends up in a different place, this is the perfect way in order to make some of that go. Man, I don't know. I really walked away from this saying, like, this actually makes total and complete sense to me. Like, everything about this makes utter and complete sense. And if WWE is serious about, you know, we're going to give you a, 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 a prime opportunity and a, a significant role at WrestleMania, like, I get why that's a big deal for Cody Rhodes, too. To say, like, I, I, I found it. I did it. I did the thing I wanted to do. I've done that. Uh, there's nothing else I need to worry about there. You know what I haven't done? I haven't had something significant at WrestleMania before. I've uh, it's, it's significance unfair. He's done significant things, but you mm, know, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, ish, right? That, that's exactly what uh, Aaron. What you just said is exactly what I'm talking about. He's done some things that were relevant at WrestleMania, but he hasn't had. All right, well then, who do you who do you see him face at WrestleMania? It's a great question, AJ. It really is, and I think it might. End up I'm not gonna lie. I think the best possible option would be Randy Orton, but he's busy. My thing is like, do you take Randy Orton away from a feud you've been building for no. nine months? I probably agree with Aaron that you don't want to do that. I probably agree with it. I I, 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 st- I still think the Randy Orton thing is gonna be a tag match. I know you guys don't agree with me. I still think it's gonna be RK Bro in, in a tag match. Okay, Which is fine, but it's but it's still That'd not. Be fine, but I I feel like we we've gotten really far for that for them to do that at this point. I I think it would have been possible, like if it wasn't for this weird thing with Kevin Owens and what they're doing right now, I would have said RK Bro versus Seth Rollins and and Kevin Owens would be very plausible. Oh, that would have been so good too. Well, oh. I, I, thought I, I, I thought that's what they were doing until they did it on Raw. <laughs> 
Well, that too. But yeah. like they're, they're too far down that road. Just I feel like with all the pieces in place right now, while RK Bro is great, there's not an opponent for them that would feel like for again, this is a nine month build here that we were expecting to get a big moment on for WrestleMania. And I'm not when, sure when what, is their tag title match? Uh, I don't still know. Still undetermined, right? Yeah, still undetermined. I, I just, I don't know if that's the moment. Like, again, you've been building for this for so long. Is is that the moment? Is well, that the, the moment to turn, though? Do you know what I mean? Like, like they lose the match at WrestleMania like, and they like turn? the turn happens at WrestleMania. Okay, I can, I can. Is it would that feel, the moment? It would feel weird because, again, you know, we've been pl- thinking, okay, this is all heading whatever the moment is. This is heading towards a big thing at WrestleMania Man, that you're going not, to advertise. I'm not going to lie to you one bit. If it's not Randy Orton versus Matt Riddle at WrestleMania, I don't like it. I don't, I, and I don't, I'm with you, I think. I don't disagree. I, I mean, like, that's that's the purpose of WrestleMania. I mean, like, why do this for this long to then say... Well, we'll just do it instead at, at WrestleMania Pay Backlash. Like, come on, man. Like, this is the purpose of having WrestleMania. I'm with you. And again, like, that doesn't mean that's what's going to happen, but I, I'm in agreement. I'll throw out, though, I don't think, I, I, I don't, one of the things we keep talking about with this problem with whether or not, and we'll get into this with picks. This is really going to cross over into picks. But this problem with whether or not they do two belts for one at WrestleMania is... We keep saying, well, there isn't really a logical championship match otherwise. But would Cody versus Seth Rollins for the Raw championship not be, like, a really effing big deal? Uh, of course. Yeah. I, it, it would fit. It would fit. I... I I, I was going to su- suggest, you know, you know, we're all talking about Kevin Owens, which Texan, like, he, Brennan brought it up. You could play off of the, the Rhodes-Texas legacy if you really yeah, wanted to do that Yeah, and slide him in well. to face Kevin Owens, sure, that's an option, although everybody seems to think that that answer is Stone Cold Steve Austin, so... Right, and if that's the case, then that's the case. Yes, but. that's a little bit bigger than Cody Rhodes. Stone Cold versus <laughs> Kevin Owens, Stunner versus Stunner. Yeah, that's the... Th- everybody on the internet is, seems to be... like So there's been this weird rumor this week that... Stone Cold's coming back. I saw that. Right. And, it, and like, everybody, I think everybody would have assumed that Stone Cold would have been involved in WrestleMania no matter what, right? Like, it's literally in Texas. Well, he's and literally I, I in the commercial. He, I honestly assumed he was going to be the host. Right. Yeah. So, and, like, the weird part now is, the like, the reports were maybe he's, maybe he's going to wrestle. Like, it's not really all that interesting if what you're telling me is he's going to be involved. Everybody on the planet, like, figured he was going to be involved. It's the the it's interesting if he's committed to wrestling and nobody's really giving you that. It's more of like a loose, well, maybe he would do that. Okay, well that's a Is this gonna be like the they, John they like Cena Undertaker too. thing? No kidding. Right. Is, is this is this gonna be like the John Cena Undertaker thing where they go all the way to the event with some kind of like hint at a thing that might happen and then you know, like this kind of feels like that. Or like the one no, time that because, the rock, that like, an, don't, don't forget that was an actual match, and I just I don't believe that we're it, seeing an actual match. A bell rang, they you know, had but, a no, but four minute this, match. But this could still that could still happen here. I'm saying that they would they be don't, big though. Right. But I'm what I'm saying though is they don't we all knew by the way that that went down the way the match was gonna go down. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they weren't going to have a 35-minute match not advertised. Like, with so, John Cena running out of the crowd beforehand. Correct. Like, 
like I, I feel like this leads more into some kind of like he's the host, but Kevin Owens is you know confronting him or what you know, and then they were like, okay, we're gonna do a match, and then like somebody wins in three minutes, you know what I mean, or whatever. Like I, I would be a little surprised if they actually have Austin come to Raw or whatever. They set a match that they are promoting for a month. I would be very surprised if they do that. I don't know. Like, I think that you can still have the four-minute match even if you promote it. Yeah. Of course. I mean, Goldberg does it all the time. Yeah, Brock, Brock right. Lesnar's done it. Like, I mean, literally. Right. I just wonder if Steve Austin would say... Like, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We'll I, I, we'll I think if out. Steve Austin has reservations about a match, then it won't be a match. And I think if they do have a match, they want to advertise it. But and b- before the report started coming out that they were that you know, and then there was another report that they're offering him more than one match or or whatever. Um, it, before that stuff started coming out, what I thought this was going to be was like Kevin Owens comes out and runs down Texas, and then like HBK and Steve Austin and someone else come out and the Undertaker, their, <laughs> right? And the, he eats all their finishers. That's what I thought this was going to be. I still, I still think that's the most likely scenario. It's still quite possible. I don't disagree with yeah. that. All right, we'll we'll come back to all this. Let's get into picks. Let's go ahead and do that. Let's make our picks. Uh, Saturday, uh, the elimination chamber, which comes to us from a, a fantastic land called Jetta, uh, which, as we know, is just a it's a place in our hearts. It's a place where they line up a bunch of vehicles and um, they just celebrate all of the Jettas. That's where we're going to be come Saturday. <laughs> Um, I do like the fact that it's on a Saturday, which is nice instead of a midweek. At noon. Yep, at Saturday night. afternoon, yeah. Yep, Saturday afternoon. Uh, Aaron, you're going to watch it at 9 a.m. Oh, God, true. is it really that's, 9 a.m.? You're true. right. Yeah, that's Holy crap. Accurate. <laughs> All right, eight matches on the card. As always, we do should win. Eric, win. Uh, I said Eric. Hey, uh, before you get to this, uh, he just reminded me he's in Vegas. Were you smart enough to take Bengals plus four and a half like I was? Uh, I did not play the side or total, but I did. I hit a good amount of things, yes. So it sounds like the answer to the question was no, though. No, I did not play Bengals plus yeah. four and a half now. I, I also didn't do that. But I had such a good – I had on so many props on Sunday, I felt – I had the uh, Aaron I had the Aaron Donald, Von Miller, Trey Hendrickson all getting at least one sack prop. I felt really good about that one. I had the uh, Evan McPherson <coughs> over seven and a half points prop that I felt really good about. I, I missed on – I mean, I had a coup- – Again, I had a Cooper Cup anytime touchdown score, but if you're not doing that, like what? <laughs> my God, free what is, money. What is wrong with you? They're just trying free. to give you money. Um, and I had one other one that I felt really good. Did about. Odell end up getting the sixty-two or whatever it was? What was the yard? No, he he fell short because of the oh, uh, the injury. Yeah, he he was gonna blow it away. He got fifty-three in the first half, and then obviously nothing in the second half. Oh, and I met, you know what? You know who screwed me? I had uh, over eight and a half catches for Cup. He finished with eight. That son Oof. of a bitch. Ooh, I, don't even th- I don't even think he attempted to make a half catch Classic in the game. Big. Yeah. My, my, my big hit was over five sacks. And the Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup getting a rush was plus 175, which was nice. That's a good one. That is a good one. No doubt about it. All right. Uh, let's get into it. Uh, eight matches on the card for Elimination Chamber. We begin. Uh, Rey Mysterio against The Miz. AJ. Um, honestly, I, I literally haven't watched anything, um, from the shows. I've only seen what I've seen on social media. 
um, from people reposting and whatnot. So I don't really know what the build's been. I don't really know anything about this feud other than like the little clips I've seen here and there. So uh, off of that, I'm going to pick Rey Mysterio because he's on the cover of the video game that's coming that out. That is true. Um, you're right about that. The, the funny thing about this build is like I don't know how much it matters because I don't this, – this came so out of nowhere and it's so hard to figure out if this is supposed to continue – because I'm still not really sure who the story is supposed to be for. The, the, the best thing I think I could lay out at this point is if you're really staying away from Edge at WrestleMania, if you really aren't doing Miz and Edge again, and there's no real reason to do it considering, you know, Miz, Miz has lost twice, then this could be a place where you have Miz go over Ray only to have Dom be the hero at WrestleMania, that overcomes Miz and sort of finally set into motion Dom coming out of Ray's shadow a little bit. That's the best thing I think I can come up with at this point. So with that in mind, I'll say should and will be the Miz to set it up for Dom. Now, I still think the best place to go is, again, Dom getting out of the shadow, but I really want that. I feel like the Ray-Dom match whether or not it's a seal face or just respect or whatever you want to do it, like that's the mania match to me. But I don't know if this match really factors into that. Um, I'm kind of going on the win in doubt, treat this as a giant house show to, to send people happy. And a good way to do that is to have Rey Mysterio win, you know, probably the first match of the night and get everybody all excited about that. So I'm going to have Rey win here, though I do think an interesting thing would be if you really start planting a, a, a Rey Dom seed here. Yeah, I, I'm with you on that. I, I, I think that this feels like the Rey Mysterio wins <laughs> lock <laughs> type of event. Um, without thinking about it too hard, I think it's, if this weren't where it was, I might be thinking about this a little bit harder. But it feels like to me, you know, it should tough. I think I think the Miz should win just because I think he needs some heat, you know. But uh, I think Rey Mysterio is winning. All right, uh, next we have a tag team match, Ronda Rousey and Naomi against Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. Uh, I am first here. If Ronda Rousey is in the match, we know who's winning it because that's the way it goes. As far as who should win, I don't even really know that it matters necessarily. Um, the should side of it, like I, we know what the purpose of this thing is. It's just to push us along the next thing, so... In a weird way, I, I guess my should be based on what have you decided is going to happen at WrestleMania. If you've decided that Ronda Rousey, Rousey is winning the belt, then I would argue that Charlotte should win here. If Charlotte's going to win at WrestleMania, and I don't think so, then you have the other person win here. Because I think Ronda Rousey is winning at WrestleMania, I, I think the should is that Charlotte and Sonya should win. But I, I, I think it's irrelevant because I think Ronda Rousey is winning. Yeah, I, I feel like the only should here is honestly around Naomi and, and Sonya. And, and if you're carrying that to WrestleMania, if you're not, then let them have the moment. Like it almost, like you said, it doesn't matter really who wins, but let them have the moment as Ronda and Charlotte brawl out, you know, wherever. Let, let them be the ones who really are involved with the finish. If they did, this is carrying to Mania, well, then you can, you know, do whatever really what you want there. Uh, I did see, a, I, I think this is a spoiler. I, I don't know if they announced it online or not that Ronda's going to be wrestling with one hand tied behind her back, um, which just means, you know, she's going to overcome that even more and make her look like that. That is more a spoiler, a Aaron. Yeah, thanks oh, a lot, Jerk. Thanks a lot. You I, I, I saw it. I, 
You, Spoiler you, alert. You better not ruin who won the Intercontinental Championship match. I you would better never not do that. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> I who would never be, do that. Who would, no, who would spoil do that? that? Yeah, wouldn't do that. All right, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, R- Ronda Rousey, LOL, right? Like, the, the, uh, Ronda... I, I, listen, like, you could make it... You could make a shitty argument. I'm going to say shitty because I don't think it's a... I don't think they should do this, but you could make the argument that the other people are in the match so that, you know, neither Charlotte nor Ronda... I mean, that's probably what's going to happen, right? Neither Charlotte nor Ronda is taking a pin in the match. Of course not. Right. And so, like, if you're saying... If you're using that logic, Sonya Deville is the one that should take the pin because I I, I think that... submission, yeah. That you've gained some... You've gained back some equity in my, Naomi with, with that, that, that match that she did last week. So I don't know if you want to keep having her lose. Um, to, I, but anyway, Ronda's her partner. So I'm, I'm going to say Ronda and Naomi should and will. Um, yeah, I, I would assume that uh, whoever's winning the match at WrestleMania between Charlotte and Ronda... Which I think is going to end up being Charlotte. Ooh. Uh, Ooh. I, I think that's possible too. I think um, because of that, I think uh, that you give Ronda a chance to get the dub here. Okay. Over, over Sonya Deville. Okay. All right. Very interesting. Drew McIntyre and Madcap Moss in a Falls Count Anywhere match. Aaron. Does Drew McIntyre actually finally uh, decapitate someone with a sword? I'm waiting. That's the only keep, question in this I keep match. Waiting. I keep waiting for that. Yeah. It's in the appropriate location. I, that's what I was going to say. Like, this is the place to do it if you're going to do it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Thanks a lot. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's literally the only question in the match. It, it's true. Is that the only question in the match? I, I disagree with you about this, by the way. <laughs> this feels like a madcap Moss win for sure. Yeah. Um, just because there's no rules and the other guy is a friend. And if if there's no rules and the other guy has a friend, I mean, my God, like it's tough to argue that they shouldn't win the match. Um, so I, I'm going to say this is driving, you know, towards Drew McIntyre and Happy Corbin at WrestleMania. So... I say that Madcap Moss should and will win the match. AJ? Um, Drew McIntyre. I, I understand that thought process, but I'm totally with Brandon on this. It, Drew McIntyre. I, I, get, I get it. I get it. I just... What's the next pay-per-view? The WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. I'm really, I understand. I understand. You don't think he's gonna? They could drop the whole uh, scaffolding from the backstage on top of Drew McIntyre in this match. He would cut it with a sword. He does have a sword. We do have to keep in mind that he's the got whole a sword. point of the sword. Drew McIntyre. I think I just keep coming back to what's the point of Drew doing a match with Corbin if he's just continue to get over them and over them and over them and over again, and if they weren't trying to get to a Corbin match at WrestleMania, why wouldn't they have just done the Corbin match here? Right? Yeah. Like, Can't they just laugh at him for a month after he loses to Madcap think, Moss? Because I, I think that they'll probably put Corbin over at WrestleMania. You think they... Oh, oh no, I think that's Whoa. insane. No wow. Way. Wow. Corbin deserves a, a big win at WrestleMania just as much as anybody. I don't know if you know this, but he won the Andre the Giant <laughs> Battle Royal. There is no bigger victory 
that you can have at WrestleMania than that. There's something to be said for that. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm with I'm with Brandon. I, look, should be it should be Drew McIntyre because it should never be Madcap Moss. No offense, but you know, like you get it. Uh, but will be I I I think it's gonna be Madcap Moss. I'm in agreement. All right, the uh, tag team title match: the Usos against the Viking Raiders. Brandon. All right, this one to me is like. Uh, just the Usos. Let's move on. I'm with you, AJ. Uh, I mean, yeah, you already know. I was on the Usos bandwagon before anybody. Uh, yeah, it's it's the we, we don't need to talk about yeah. it further. Yes, very good. All right, next the uh, WWE Raw Women's Championship match: Becky Lynch and Lita. AJ. Well, I would love for it to be Lita, MCW's own. That's right. Um, That's right. Uh, I think it's obviously going to be Becky Lynch. Yeah, and I think that it's a really cool moment for Lita, though. And I'm excited for it. Look, um, we've talked about it before. This is the place to do something like this. You know, it, it, it doesn't hurt you. Um, Can we talk about all the women on the card, by the way? Oh, it's it's loaded. I mean, it is. It's, we, we've gone from no women's matches to half of the card is women's matches, which... You know, that, say whatever you will. It's wild. <laughs> like, it's wild. Um, but yeah, it's the answer is Becky Lynch. I don't know why we're going to waste any time with it. Yeah, I mean, I think I, the only question about this match to me is: is this character for Becky going to continue as she realizes she has to face whoever she's going to face? Mm. Uh, I won't yeah. uh, tip that pick quite yet. Or is was this just a little like one week weird character bit to set up the lead match? Yeah, I, I think but yes, I think Becky should win. Hey, so F your rules, man. I am picking Becky Lynch. All right, very good. Now, <laughs> now, next, uh, we'll go ahead and do the this, get it out of the way. Roman Reigns against Goldberg for the Universal Championship. And I'm going to go. It's, it's tough. Can we just all nod and, and move on to the? Can we all? Here's the thing, though. Didn't we do that every time? Oh, we yeah, we've done this so many times. One hundred percent, we did. I, I I do want to point out how insane it is to do what they just did at the Royal Rumble and then have Roman Reigns in a singles match where Brock Lesnar is there. What? And like you do the like you do the thing well, at Royal Rumble. Not if you're saving something for something else. Wait, what? Uh, no, what I'm saying is you do the thing at Royal Rumble, right? Where Roman Reigns cost Brock Lesnar a match. Yeah. In normal wrestling logic, that guy would then cost the other guy the match the next time. And oh, he would be so upset that he cost him the match that he would would never want to be in the same building where this guy is having a solo match and not interfere. This is they're not going to do that and it's kind of insane to think about. Like what if what if they do a bit? What if, what if they do? I mean, a Lesnar bit? could win the title and then cost Roman. Oh, what if they do it? No, wait, AJ. No, but what if, I want to see where you go with this because I think I'm do, on your pit. Yeah, go. What go. if they do a bit where uh, Roman is about to lose to Goldberg, and Brock Lesnar yeah. comes out and yeah. saves Roman as the ultimate like to protect it, uh, and, and then we get a triple threat at WrestleMania. No, 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 oh, no, my no, God, no, no, stop, stop. <laughs> I mean, I, First of all, I don't want that. But I hear what you're saying, AJ. Like, what if what if R Brock Lesnar just kills Goldberg <laughs> and says, "Yeah, you're right. You were a you are you know what, and you didn't want me to have the title. Well, I want to fight you." 
I don't want you to lose the title because I want to fight you. Exactly. The point is that Roman Reigns is going to be the champion. We don't need, we don't need to spend any more time on this particular topic. <laughs> All right. Um, that, that said, let's go to the women's elimination chamber match. Liv Morgan, Rhea Ripley, Bianca Belair, Dewdrop, Nikki A- A.S.H., and Alexa Bliss. Aaron, you're up first. It's got to be Bianca. has to be Bianca. Like, there's... I'm even I'm trying to create another scenario that could even plausibly work and there isn't one. It should and will Bianca, period. They did something weird this week that I, I want you guys to help walk me through because sometimes I see the wrong side of these things that so what they did on Monday with this gauntlet match. <laughs> If you were going to, if Bianca was going to, I mean, listen, I think Bianca should win and, and probably will, right? And, and like, that's the, so obvious. But the one thing that was very weird to me was the way they booked that gauntlet match. Like, wouldn't you have done the opposite thing if you wanted Bianca to, if, if the story you were telling is Bianca's winning, wouldn't she have been the Rhea Ripley role in that match? I understand what you're saying. I think it was very weird to have someone yeah. basically almost overcome. Then the person we all expect to win is the last one to come in and beat that person. And to me, it feels like it should have been the opposite of that. I mean, like it almost makes me think Rhea Ripley. Well, it, it goes back to what Glenn you was saying. You can't that, do that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, it, it goes back to what Glenn was saying a week or two ago, and that like. This isn't an underdog, scrappy, babyface story. You know, like, no. for, for Bianca. You don't need to tell that nope. story. But it almost makes her look like an asshole. Why? You know what I mean? It doesn't make it... No, no. you're going a step further than that. Because she, 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 didn't, didn't, she didn't attack from behind. Yeah, she, she didn't did attack a woman. Sure. She said, I'm sorry, and all she that did. stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was a straight-up match. just happened to be against a person who ran the gauntlet. I, I, just, I just thought it was weird. Right. It's weird. It was, it's, it's weird because it's not telegraphed. What I would say is, like, the best logical explanation that you can give for it is that you want... You feel as though Rhea Ripley needed to be strengthened. And, and they're going to be the last two people. Right. And it's, this is right. strengthened Rhea Ripley. You know it. it's not for this, but it could be because she's the first. Because I don't know what's going to happen. Like, I think Ronda's going to win, and I think they're going to want to try to paint to, to get in the Becky Ronda thing addressed at some point. And so they got to figure out something like that. But if you want Rhea Ripley to be strengthened, here was a way that you could come out having Rhea Ripley looking strong and yet still doing the business that you need to do. To your point right. that it's just it's not the telegraph thing that you normally do, you're right, but that's what I've said all along. Bianca is not a babyface underdog. Bianca is the person that's supposed to be there. Like, but, but Rhea Ripley isn't either. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, it's, like, it's fair, but I think Rhea Ripley could use a little more... At, at the B, Bianca's, like presence is telegraphed she has to be here right Rhea it's a little bit more confusing as exactly what she is coming out of this thing with with Nikki A.S.H. right like is she really someone they see as a main eventer moving forward or not this to me re-announced that which is no 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 we we still think she's a top performer be aware she's coming again whenever that might be don't know that's part of the problem like we don't know but that's more the way that it came off to me. I understand what you're alluding to, but yeah. Now, your pick. Yeah, B- uh, B- uh, Bianca. Yeah. Should and will. AJ? The EST of WWE. I mean, I don't think she should ever lose ever. You know how I feel. You know? <laughs> so, uh, but if you take into consideration that, like, last year was her year at WrestleMania. This year, 
could be Rias. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. You have to clean up the Bianca Becky thing. You have to. I agree. You have to. I agree completely. Yeah. I agree completely. I'm just saying there will be other voices in the room. And I don't know which way it goes one way or the other, but I, w- I assume it's going to be Bianca versus Becky, honestly. Uh, it has to be. I mean, it absolutely must. This is, again, what is the point of having a WrestleMania? It's this. Uh, you can't screw it up. You can't, you, you know, you can, you, you want to do something like this this week to try to get people like Brandon talk and throw it off a little bit, you know, I, I, I'm all for that. But you can't screw this up at the end of the day. You absolutely must have Bianca Belair go over Becky Lynch at WrestleMania and conclude that story. That 1,000% has to happen and requires her to win here. So, yes, should and will Bianca. Which brings us to the men's elimination chamber match. Bobby Lashley defending his title against Brock Lesnar, Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, Riddle, and AJ Styles. Brandon. Of course. I think this is a complete crapshoot. I, I, <laughs> I have z- zero idea who is winning this. Other, I mean, like, other than what I presented in the past couple of weeks, which we all think is not the best idea of having Brock Lesnar win. Um, I think you could make an argument for Seth Rollins and then you build a, you know, just a great match or, or like what I'm afraid they're going to do, to be honest with you is I've seen a lot of stuff about edge wanting to fight AJ styles. And so, I mean, I don't think that needs to have a title involved, but I would be afraid if we're, if we're saying we're definitely not giving Brock Lesnar the title and we don't, frankly, feel strongly about any of these guys going into WrestleMania as the champion, I could see them pulling that trigger. Um, so I, I'm going to say <laughs> I think Seth Rollins should win. I, I don't know the should. I don't, should's weird. Should, somebody who's not Brock Lesnar should win. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, who will win? I, I, I'm going to say Seth Rollins will win. AJ, I'm going. I'm going full on Black History Month. Bobby Lashley, <laughs> love it. Um, I think that Roman probably can cost uh, Brock yeah. like he already did. Um, and I think it gets down to Brock and Bobby, and uh, Roman costs Brock again. So who are you? And having, Bro- who are you having Bobby and- face at WrestleMania then? Omas. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, uh, um, I, it, it would certainly be a spectacle. There's no doubt about that. It would be quite the spectacle. I, 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 I don't like how much I'm agreeing with Brandon about things. I, um, I, I think Seth Rollins should win this match. I do. Because I think, given the unknowns we're talking about, like the complete crapshoot, the all of the scenarios that work the best to me involve Seth Rollins. That, and it's credit to Seth Rollins for being who he is as a character, as a performer, all of the above. That all of the scenarios I come up with for a meaningful WrestleMania championship match, most of those scenarios to me say Seth Rollins is involved with that. It doesn't need to necessarily be Seth Rollins as the champion though. So if the answer is somehow it's Seth Rollins versus Bobby Lashley, like. You got to paint to me the picture of how we're getting there, but 
it's Seth Rollins and Bobby Lashley, they'll probably have a tremendous match and a great, you know, like it'll probably work. The best scenarios to me all seem to involve Seth Rollins. So ultimately, I'm on Seth Rollins. As far as the will, my God, it's WWE we're talking about. Brock Lesnar is going to win. Why? I mean, like, what are we doing? <laughs> they're just going to walk into a room and they're going to say at the end of it, now nah, the hell with it. We'll have Brock Lesnar win. And, and, Nothing will make sense, and there'll be no. Re- but it's just what they do. That's what they're gonna do. He's gonna be the. He's gonna be the winner, and they're not gonna have a Raw Championship match, and that's a big waste at WrestleMania. But it's what it is. Um, I, I say Brock Lesnar wins. So I'm with you on the should. It's Seth Rollins because he's the he's the easiest puzzle piece to fit wherever you're going. You could literally basically throw in anybody heel or face, and you can put Seth Rollins in that position. To, uh, to have that match. So I'm going to say, should Seth Rollins... I'm going to say, will Bobby Lashley, though? I don't think... I, I, it, it wasn't about Lashley necessarily winning it. It was about getting that Lesnar-Lashley match. But I do think... I, I don't think they take the title off of him, unless, again, they have a very specific match in mind, Seth Rollins-Cody or whatever, that can't involve him for whatever reason. Um... I think it will be Lashley walking in to WrestleMania as a champion. All right. Very good. Those are our picks. AJ, anything else you want to say before we let you run? Uh, No, man. It was good being back with you guys. I'm uh, looking forward to uh, keep doing this in the future. I like that. Uh, Also, uh, you guys, Aaron, when I'm in Vegas in the next couple months, um, have some plans for us, sorry. Uh, hey, just tell me the weekend. I, I we can uh, we can do something fun. Uh, also, by the and way, I'll uh, see you other two losers in March. Yeah, at, uh, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. You, know, you know this is important. I need you to uh, figure out a prank we can pull. Your your dad is co-hosting my show on Monday, so oh nice. I need you to I need you to figure out a prank that we can pull on him during the course of my show on Monday morning. All right. It's... A prank on my dad. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I think that okay. should be a good one. Okay. All right. Just give it, give it a thought. Give it a thought. We'll figure out a way to do it. But, that, uh, yeah, AJ's dad, uh, a coach franchise, is going to be a co-host in Glenn Clark Radio. Yes, so I'm looking forward to that. All right. Uh, there he goes, of course. Oh, uh, again, plugs at uh, go check out AJFrancis.me and be there on March 19th for MCW Spring Break, the reunion, uh, uh, formerly known as Hit Row, back together, looking forward to it. He is, of course, the main event. I keep waiting for the last one. <laughs> also, at AJ Francis 410 on all social medias. Do it. Ben. There it is. <laughs> AJ Francis. A.K.A. Frank. You know me too damn well. I really do. Who hotter? Nah, nah. All right, buddy. Love you. Appreciate you. Love you guys. All right, there he goes. The main event, uh, ducking out after uh, he became officially freed this week, which we like. And again, he is coming back home for MCW. Um, let's go back to the conversation, right? Like, mm-hmm. let's go back to the the Cody conversation because there, I do think there are multiple elements to it, right? And and, and again, I, I, I feel I don't want to just sort of whitewash this. Nothing that happened over the last year is okay. This doesn't justify any of, of how badly this went. 
to just sort of say, I'm not sort of saying, well, he's gone from AEW now, so everything's fine. Like, no, there's still a problem, right? Like, and I don't know exactly how significant that is when he shows up in WWE. That's the only part about WrestleMania I concern myself with is because there will be more AEW fans that attend WrestleMania than attend the average Raw. Do you know what I mean? Sure. I don't know that it's a complete clean break that he shows up in WWE and all of the poison is utterly gone and he can whatever he does he can be liked loved whatever he, you know they want him to do I, I'm not certain of that but I think it's the closest thing that you can do in order to get that to happen that there was no world as we kept talking about he had to go away for a long time in order for that to occur again in AEW well, you know he's a, he's a professional wrestler he doesn't want to just disappear for a long time this is as close to doing that as you possibly can to give yourself a reset but I'm not I'm not sure how much of it carries over. Like, I don't know when he first comes out. When he first comes out, it's going to be a pop because everybody gets a pop, right? Like, it's a holy crap thing. And it'll, it, yeah, it's a holy crap thing, exactly. Right. But after that, I, I don't know what the WrestleMania crowd reaction to Cody Rhodes will be. And so I can't figure out when we, like, allude to the idea, like, what if it was Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins? I, I fe- I'm, I'm feeling like the best thing to do might be to have him come out at WrestleMania get the holy crap pop and then have less WrestleMania like crowds, crowds with likely fewer AEW hardcores that would be less inclined to boo him unless he's supposed to be there to be a heel, right? Like if he's supposed to be there to be a heel. Very which is very possible. Right. You can you can lean in on that uh, maybe a little bit. I, I just my point is I, I, I don't think it's an utter clean break where nothing matters from the last year. I do still think that matters for some professional wrestling fans, and no matter where he is, they've been so poisoned by Cody Rhodes for the last year that it's going to be difficult to just suddenly say, well, now that he's here, I love him. I don't think that can happen. But I I do think it's the closest thing you can do to having it happen. The fact that he's no longer, at least, again, we presume, we don't know exactly what he's doing, but the fact that he doesn't have power over himself is a big thing for perception. I, I, you know, as, as there's a lot of things we've complained about Cody, and a lot of it has boiled down. Well, he's just got to do what he wanted. Whether or not it made sense, whether it was good, it was his vision for things, and it was very a very bad vision more often than not. Mm-hmm. Um, so just the fact that whatever's happening, you know, he'll probably have input. That was probably, you know, part of the deal. We don't, and again, without knowing exactly these things, we don't know. But you know. It's Vince. Vince isn't giving anyone full creative control. No. You gotta run it by him. And that takes a lot off of it. Like, if he comes out as a face or a heel, we know it's not him being the one choosing to book himself over it. And that's a big thing. Now, to, to your point as to how best to use him, I think it's interesting because I do think not just the fact what happened over the past year, but now to those fans, whether or not it's rational, and it would completely irrational to view it this way, but there will be, he's now a traitor, you know? He's the guy who gave you this and then just ran after he said, you know, WWE is not the place, and then he ran back to WWE for the money. You know, he is that athlete. But, but does that the matter guy. anywhere besides specific... Besides WrestleMania, and, or, and that's or, what I'm or getting Or Chicago, to. for example, right? right. Like, does it matter... Or any- New York, or Philly, or, you know, a, a few of those towns. Does that matter when they show up in Lafayette, Louisiana? No. it pro- No, almost definitely does not. And which is why I do believe... You're probably right. Or, 
you can lean into it and have him be a, I'm the star now, I went out and proved myself, I'm the star, and, and that's kind of his character. Uh, is. See, I think that those people are going to support him in WWE. I think some of them will. I don't. Think I think it would be a mistake to assume he could. He's going to have a heel reaction. I think. I think you might like if you were in Brooklyn or something. Like I think you might actually get the way that people psychologically think about wrestling is so weird. Like they, and maybe Glenn can help me through what I'm trying to say here. Well, I, I agree with your first sentence. I'm just struggling to figure out where we're going from here. Like, they're going to decide. Like, I feel like people, even though he's a WWE employee, even though he took a big payday to go there, there are some people that I think are going to still see him as that other guy I, that went and did the other thing and that, like, he gets a pass or, or something. You but, know what but, I mean? But like, he was that guy two weeks ago, and no one would have cheered for him. But he was that guy ruining the thing that he created. <laughs> and that, that's my, my question is, what, what about him going back to WWE makes that go away, right? He like, doesn't have the power. I, right. I, I, Aaron, I do think that's relevant. I want to make that very clear. I do think that point is relevant. That Well, there's two things that are relevant. That is the biggest one. The other one is the show won't be all about him because it's there's no... You, There's you, no you, way you, that the you, WWE would ever you put say him that, in. except for the fact that t- if he shows up on Raw, who who else is the show about? <laughs> no, but what I'm saying, he won't be on. Like, it, it's I, not going to be like I, I you know what I'm trying to. I say. I know what you're trying to say. I do know what you're trying to say, Brandon. I do. There's going to Drew McIntyre still going to be there, and Bobby Lashley still going to be there. Drew McIntyre's not going to be there. Not on Raw. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Whoever the hell is there, Randy Orton is there. He's not going to step That's on the all thing. those Randy guys. Randy Orton is there. Right. Well, he's not going to step on all those people. You know what I mean? Like. He's not going to come in and beat Randy Orton one week and beat Riddle the next week and beat Bobby Lashley the next week. And that's not going to happen in WWE. So I think that that's going to help balance out. I mean, that's always what they needed, right? Is like Unless they want him to be that, to Aaron's point, right? Unless they think that's a character, like that they they can run into what people don't like about him. And right. turn He's him a into heel. a right. nuclear exactly. heel in that way, right? Like, well, of course, but that's a different thing. But yes, of course, it's a different yeah. thing altogether. If they wanted that, if they want, I just, I would be very interested to see if they could get that reaction for him. But if they can, run with it. And and and, and if he's a heel, I think that stuff's okay. I think. Where it's a problem is when you have a baby face doing that stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, as we've said ad nauseum, right? Right. That was that was unquestionably the biggest problem. What does it mean on the AEW side of things? When we say, and I, I do agree that it's best for both sides, and I and I agree with that because like it couldn't be salvaged in AEW. But I guess what I would say back is we still have to acknowledge this is literally the guy who started the company that's bailing, what, three years in? Is it even three yeah. years in? Uh, yeah, I mean, from when it was announced, yes. From when it was announced. This is still the guy that started it bailing pretty quickly. I have two thoughts. I have, okay, what it means right now and what it could mean in the future. Okay. What it means right now, and and this is sort of a small picture point of view, is I think that it eliminates a problem from their show. Right. And And I think that that's a good thing. And I don't think he'll be missed on the show. I mean, well, I'm not the, trying to be. I, I, I 100% agree that the programming, yeah, the programming side of, of this conversation, is far different than what I think is. Yes. The more no, relevant part. I think of there's this. a real problem though that this creates okay. in, in the long term, and that is if they can't afford to pay other people what he wanted, 
they're going to start running into problems in a couple of years. Um, because it seems to be that they are paying other people that amount of money. And he probably knows that because he was part of the part of the brass. And so what happens when Hangman Page and or whoever we determine are the biggest stars, Hangman Page, Britt Baker, um, what happens when they all want what CM Punk is making? What happens when they all want what whatever Cody was asking for that they couldn't do? I think that that's the interesting part is that like this is the first time we've heard and again it's been characterized a certain way. I don't know what really happened, but it sounds like they said we can't afford to pay you what you want within this budget. Obviously not Tony Khan can't afford with his fortune. We have this budget and if it's if that's real, if that's a real thing and it's not just a line to get rid of someone who who they didn't want to keep or whatever. I don't know what the real circumstances are. We can only go off of what I mean, these reports. I, I think it's 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 certainly fair to infer they wanted to keep them. I and mean, they let him. They, he, he was working without a contract. He literally was a, a champion right. without a contract. He was a champion a without a contract. I think right. that the inference that they wanted to keep him is is quite fair. They I think there's anything right. that suggests they didn't want to keep Cody Rhodes. Right. So so I think to me that's a bigger thing. I think I I think we have their your first report of. We can't do that in a deal, right? It seemed like every other person was sort of getting what they wanted for a little while. Um, th- that we know about, whatever. Um, so I-, I do think it'll be interesting when some of these bigger stars start to need renewals. Will they be able to afford whatever Jericho wants? Will they be able to afford whatever some of these guys- Kenny wants? You know what I mean? Like, And that's the one biggest advantage that WWE, I think, has is I do think if 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 AEW decides to start working within a real budget based on what their company is bringing in, my God, they have a huge disadvantage in in contracts. Um, it can, because if if it's no longer about Tony Khan and what he can afford, and it's about what this company itself can afford, I think those are two drastically different things. It also comes down to I, I think the interesting thing is which you know which uh of these guys does wwe value like we know you know with there at least the reports are that as much as anything you know vince can can love cody the performer but the idea of almost getting a trophy like that was incredibly valuable to him and it'll be interesting to see as more of these contracts come up which ones are trophies and which aren't if, if that makes sense I think that's a, a big oh, factor. I, I, don't, I, don't, I very much don't think that the average AEW performer is going to be offered a boatload of money to go to WWE. I, I, don't, I don't think that's the case at all. But I think Brandon said two words that I think it's the biggest story of this on the AEW side. I, I think the biggest story out of all of this is Tony Khan. And yeah. I, 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 I think that, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to pat myself on the back. I, I think I've been trying to say this for some time. The... The thought what AEW was sold as was the company where the wrestlers were going to make the calls, right? That they were going to own the company, essentially. And we're three years in, and there's no, like, that was is utter and complete BS now. It's, it's not that it's not, you know, 100% that way. It's not 2% that. This is Tony Khan's company from beginning to end. Yeah, he's the one making all of the decisions. Period. Um, to and every ounce of reporting has made that very clear. I don't even know why they're, they 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 kid uh, themselves with the executive vice president thing any longer, right? Like it's it's almost comical that they continue to do that. 
every ounce of reporting is that there has been a rift between these two because Tony Khan's going to get his way at the end of the day. Um, it's it's abundantly clear this is Tony Khan's company, period, point blank. And I get it. Professional wrestling fans have decided they like Tony Khan because Tony Khan gave them this shiny new toy. But everything we know about Tony Khan suggests he's un- unbelievably unlikable. Like, there's nothing about him that suggests that this is a person that we should like or trust or think is always going to do what's best for pro wrestling fans or anything along those lines. Everything about this has come off as one giant ego stroke. For Like, I want to be a guy that Dave Meltzer writes about in a magazine. Like, for F's sake, man. And that doesn't mean you can't do... Vince. Nobody thinks that Vince McMahon should be as powerful as he is within WWE. But yet we still watch WWE. When I say these things, I'm not saying this is why AEW will never work or can't survive. Right. I, I'm not saying anything bombastic about that. But it's the reality of the circumstance. The reality is, to the biggest story about this to me, is a line in the sand that's been drawn, which is, this ain't your company. We, 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 we said that nonsense in order to get the company off the ground. But let's be fair about this. It's a company now. And I'm the guy running it. The, the inmates don't get to run the asylum. The guy that provides all the money gets to run the asylum. That's the way that this works. You, you, you want your own wrestling company? Go start it. Go get all your money and go do whatever you're going to do. But this is my money. I'm the one who has all the skin in the game. It's my company. Understand that. And if you want to work for me, work for me. And it might very well be that some people would still argue it's still a more pleasant experience than working in WWE. And I get That's I, not the argument. <laughs> Right, like there, there's there's plenty of things to be said here, but what was presented was this will be the wrestlers' company, and it was never going to be that if it was going to be successful. And we tried saying that at the beginning, like th- if this was going to be a successful company, it was going to have to be run like a company. And companies overwhelmingly w- name the company you like. Do you like if you're a sports fan? Do you like Major League Baseball? They don't let Mike Trout run the company. <laughs> like that's not a thing. Do you like ESPN? They don't let Kenny Mayne run the company. Like that's there is no example of this anywhere, and it was always going to be the case. This is Tony Khan's company, and he's making it abundantly clear it's Tony Khan's company. For a lot of people, they think that's a good thing because Tony Khan does interviews, and you know, you think you like Tony Khan. I don't think that it's ever a good thing that billionaires get to have complete control of things because they will always concern themselves over their own interests. That will always forever be the way that things go. But that's, to me, the story of Cody Rhodes leaving, is this is the final, this is the end of the thought that AEW was going to be a wrestling company run by wrestlers. Like, that, stop. That was, it, it was silly when, we, when we, we presented that concept, now we've just we, we can't even pretend that way any longer. That's over. It's Tony Khan's company. See, the only reason that it's not the story to me is that I thought that was made with the exception of all of the Cody segments, angles, whatever. Is like that's been the case for a year now. And right, I, but I think, this, I think this was the last straw, right? Oh I, yeah, th- this is absolutely the final blow. That now yep. there isn't that one segment that's not controlled by Tony Khan anymore. Yep, this is it. This is it. It's Tony. Everything is the way Tony Khan wants it to be. Period. Plain and simple. Moving forward, that's the way it's going to go. And you know, we'll, we'll see. Again, like that's it's been that way in the other company for a very, very, very long time. And they've done quite well for themselves, despite the fact that we would disagree with many of the things that person did. Um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes with Tony Khan being singularly in control for a very long time. But 
Um, that's that's that. Anything else we need to say about Cody specifically? I don't think so. I mean, how soon? How soon? If I guess the reports we'll arrive not... in Saudi Arabia, right? Yeah, and to I... me, like that's the I I, I if, you, if you got him, like I think you want to get him in pretty quickly. I mean, if you're planning on him having a WrestleMania, program... what 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 a what a time that SmackDown was taped, right? Right, <laughs> right. Um, but I don't, you know, I don't know that it needs to be in Saudi Arabia. Like yeah, that, that would be something. Yeah, I think maybe you could wait a week or at least a couple of days. Do it on a Monday. Yeah. I um, think Raw is the best. Raw is definitely yes. the best place for him, unless this is going to go far bigger than again, or unless he goes to NXT. Yeah, you know. I, a lot of people talked about the idea that he takes on a Triple H role at NXT, and I'm like. I don't totally get that. I don't get that. Like, why wouldn't you just have Triple H in that role? Right. <laughs> like, right. I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, let me. Well, I'll ask one question though. Like, the, yeah, the Triple H part doesn't make sense. But if he's going to be involved in NXT, obviously, I think he would have to be on, involved on camera as well. I think it would be right. a little weird for right. me. So, like, here's my question: Have has there been? I can't quite remember, but I feel like I remember a little bit. Has there been some talk about? Well, well, there was that one report they're not happy with NXT or whatever, and then there was another report that was like we're going to start injecting more main talent or whatever. Sure, and, we're, we're seeing Styles and Ziggler and, see, and those, guys and we've go seen down. a little bit of that, right? And we've seen Tommaso Ciampa on Raw, and, which and we're going to do more fifteen-minute Mandy Rose bikini segments. Yes, I've right, right, right. <laughs> so. In light of all of that, the only way that I think that works is if they make NXT a major player in the in the world of those three brands. Like if they say Cody's stealing people from Raw and SmackDown, and they turn NXT, but that's not. Why would you just do what you did with NXT? Right, if like that's the thing. Do like, that? You know what they, I mean? Could they do that? Yes. Does it make any sense in the current landscape of what we've seen? No. In the past? No. I, th- I think it makes way more sense just to put him on the main roster and have him be a major guy, you know? I mean, like, listen, we've all complained about Cody Rhodes. I think there's no denying that within the wrestling world, he is a significant um, main event-level talent. Main event-level talent. Yes, yes. Particularly if he started a rival company and is now coming into yours, which no, does I'm, contribute to But I'm, I'm trying to, to figure out what you're qualifying that. Just, just his his cachet is as a main yeah. event level talent. Correct. I don't disagree. Correct. I don't disagree. He, he will get that. a reaction. Yeah, correct. He is not the same person who left. And no. that's and that's actually a big thing when we come kind of going back around to how people are going to treat him. I think once the initial shock is worn off, I think people are going to start treating him kind of like Drew McIntyre as a guy who was you know left, changed himself. And then came back to be. That's uh, a really good comparison. I, Aaron. I'm going to only disagree with that because he doesn't look like Drew McIntyre, and I and I can't. Well, I can't, th- for, for, from how they're treating him, that's that's the I, difference. I understand that, but like part of the reason, and, and again, like Brandon and I saw it up close and personal. Part of the reason why Drew McIntyre can be this guy is because he literally does look like a superhero. Like it, it, it is, it is different in that way. Children gravitate towards that. 
and and that can set. You're the right. Tone. Cody looks like the Miz, kind of. That's right? that's like, the problem. Well, but I, and I was I was specifically talking about the people who are like the kids are going to gravitate. They they don't care if he left and went and came back. That's not why they're cheer, yeah. cheering for Drew McIntyre. There are a lot of people who cheer for Drew McIntyre because there, of the journey there, that there he took. There are some to get. of those, yes. But I, I, yeah, it, it's it's. By big, the way, you could argue kids won't know who he is. I I, oh, I, they I, I sure. most kids will have no idea who he is. There's no right, question about right. that. And but the, and that's part of the tricky thing. If you're assuming he is a top face you got a lot of work to do right? you said the word face i i didn't no, 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 I, under, face. I understand that yeah. i understand that but i just mean that he matters in that way I, yes I, I can't compare him to drew mcintyre because at the end of the day there's a, a a giant as much as we like like making fun of vince mcmahon for his obsession with big guys we we can't pretend like there isn't a real element to it where like people there are uh, not just children just dumb people that look up and say that guy looks like he matters, and this guy doesn't. The only look like the he only thing I'll counter to that is is it's like Drew McIntyre in a sense of Drew McIntyre was booked even worse than Cody Rhodes was um, at a certain point. I mean, because both left, were. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I mean, Cody Rhodes was Stardust, but but they did stuff with Stardust. You know what I mean? Like he generally turned out to be a jobber. I think mostly, but he did things. I mean, he didn't. He wasn't in a, a job or group for he was like, he was the guy or whatever. He, well, he was he was the guy who you used who was relevant enough to beat without being a jobber. Right, and he still had banger matches with people. Like he had banger matches with John Cena and 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 intercontinental title feuds and things like that. Drew McIntyre was a joke. I mean, they treated him as a complete joke. So in that sense, it's like you have someone who 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 didn't have a lot of clout that came that left got the clout and came back i think those situations are very similar i hear what you're saying glenn that you yeah but the product that you have to present is different but i do think within the wrestling uh community that he's built a lot of equity no, I don't and i that. think and, and i think i almost Man, I almost think that equity is higher than what Drew had built. Uh, I, well, I, 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 I kind of think it is, actually. Uh, I think there was no doubt about that, but you do have to weigh that against. Y you keep thinking that like wrestling fans are just going to... I think they will. I don't this, think it's going to matter. This group in the, at of all. people will just stop caring about that, and I am not with you on that. I think they can. I don't think they will just on on moment one. I, don't I think, think they in, will, depending on how he's presented. I think, I think if he's I, and that's my point. If they lean into they, it, then it'll work, right? I, I like, think they, I think they yeah. can, but I don't think on moment one, it's it's just all is forgotten. Um, I I think we're dismissing truly how poisonous it was. I mean, where it, are the next? Where are the next few raws at? I, I'm really interested. Let's see. Um, so next week's raw is. Because uh, that's well, going to South Carolina, Columbus, I mean, Ohio, Cle Columbus and Cleveland back to back. Interesting. And then Jacksonville. Oh, Jacksonville is interesting. I mean, if you're going to. Oh, my right? God. That's pretty. Can you imagine if he debuted in that Jacksonville <laughs> Raw on March 14th? That's pretty funny. I mean, that's pretty funny. 
Uh, it's a little bit too. I, I don't know if I'd wait that long, but um, especially if he's going to do something. Oh, it, I mean, it might be worth it though for that. There's a well, SmackDown in Charlotte, North Carolina. It's also possible that he wants some time off. You know, like it's also possible that he says, like, look, man, I'd I'd like to take a couple of weeks and sort of get my ducks in a row and figure out what my for life sure. is going to look like moving forward. I mean, to the, we don't even know that he signed a contract yet for what it's worth. We don't even know this is happening for sure. Right? There, there, look, I I got to be honest with you. I didn't even want to react to it for the first 24 hours because for the first 24 hours, I was like it. It really does seem like there's still a possibility this is all an elaborate ruse, right? Like, that we are all being played. At some point, the reporting became so overwhelming that I was just like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose to, to, to buy in, but, like, there is a small, small, small part of me that still has this, like, thing where I'm like, really? <laughs> Like, really, we're doing this? Really? <laughs> and it's this guy, right? All like, right, really? of all people. Like, if this was Chris Jericho, we wouldn't even be like, no, oh, no. So there, there, was, there was a conversation about a month ago online that I contributed to that was like, who's the first AEW person to jump? And I was just like, it's Jericho. Of course it's yeah, Jericho. I always thought Jericho. Jericho. Yep. To his credit, to his credit, Mark Madden always said Cody would be the first. To and again, jump. it makes a lot of sense. Like, yeah. given relationships given like let's be fair they are they still do go out of their way to respect the Rhodes family like they they really do um they they, they ultimately gave him his name and dropped all that stuff they do all the dusty stuff all the time um and they didn't want him gone to begin with like it's this is not a case of WWE got rid oh, right, right, of right. Cody Rhodes. Oh right 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 they were fired he quit he asked right. for his release right correct right. 100% like there was never a world in which i i just I think we all know that Vince McMahon will always see a limit when you have a certain look. And I don't think that's unfair to say that Cody was capable of doing more than what he did when he was originally in AEW or at WWE. I think we all would agree with that. But there was always going to be a limit to how far you you don't look like a movie star and you're not the size of a, you know a, a, a Bond villain. Or like, right. th- if I think we thought it was silly whenever he asked to be Cody Rhodes, and they said, "No, you yes, have to be star." Right. I, I agree. We all and in like 2011 when he was hot, we were like, "Oh, this should be more. There should be a little, you know." His brother was there, and it actually made sense. Right. And but but yeah. there is this. This is the Vince. There's always going to be a limit when you don't have that look. Like it's just there's one guy and in, in the history of, of WWE that elevated himself beyond that despite not having that look and i think that's Shawn michaels right like th- there was always going to be a limit for even daniel bryan i, I was going to say it depends how you feel about daniel bryan i mean i i think we we got to be honest the, the, about the, the way in, they the injury him. is just tricky to say that's, exactly how know, he would have been i treated. don't know exactly what daniel bryan would have been if he had stayed healthy the entire right. time i just don't know maybe, maybe he would have been Shawn michaels right like maybe I mean, he did come back and win the championship and have like and he had a really long run. It was like November to WrestleMania. But it was as a very unique character. You know Correct. what I mean? Like it, he had he had to do that, or they wouldn't Correct. have done that. That's, exactly. That's my point, and that's why. Like I, I'll, I'll say this: I don't know that Stardust would have never had some, that type of. I know that sounds crazy to say, but at mm-hmm. some point, I don't know if there wouldn't have been a time where they would have looked at it and said, "We got nothing to do right now." I mean, hell, they gave Jinder Mahal the title for, and again, we all know right. what that was about. We all understand Ru- what it that ruined was. SmackDown. Yeah, yes. it ended SmackDown. SmackDown couldn't survive. Exactly. It. Um, but like, I don't know that there wouldn't have been a point at which they would have said, "Like, we could let Stardust be champion for a minute." Dolph Ziggler got to be champion for a little bit. Like, I don't know that there wouldn't have been that, but he still wouldn't have been a transcendent star. And I, 
that's that's Vince McMahon with people that look like Cody Rhodes, and you can I hate mean, particularly that. when you have particularly when you have um uh oh god my point just flew out of my brain like when you have oh when you have um the Money in the Bank briefcase that's a thing. That's something that you could easily yeah you you can win that cash right. in yeah. and then and then drop it a month later you know what I mean like 100%, right right one hundred percent all right um, I I, th- I do I do want to bring up one more thing about Cody and and it goes back to a conversation we've been having a lot over the past six months or so like he immediately becomes on one of the younger guys that you can really kind of count on so I think that factor is also really how old is Cody. 35, 36. It is amazing to me that he's still only 35. Like, that's unbelievable to me um, that that's where we are. I will will tell you this. If he's he's legitimately going to come to WWE, um, and considering his, like, Seth Rollins, you know, is his, or isn't he about his size? Isn't isn't um, AJ about his size? Like, aren't those guys? He's in bigger the... than AJ, but I think yeah, probably Seth Rollins. Yeah. So like, he's gonna win the title. Like that's gonna happen. I I, I don't know. Pres- presumably, that, yes. That he would agree to to come in as not that level as and and like to frankly like I don't think I they would, would give, like I don't this... think they would give him this money if they did right exactly right. right that's a, yes that's fair thank you um. Like, like, I think that he's coming in, and, and Aaron, that's a good point, his age. Like, this guy can go, you know what I mean? Like, like, is he a star? We've talked about that before. Like, not really, but... As a performer, like, it's, again, never been the performer aspect that we've had That's never been the problem. Right. Me- mechanically, at least, you know, we can say, you know, I think his exact words were problem, but we've, mechanically, we've, he's been great. I think what we've always said... I don't think Cody Rhodes will ever be thought of as one of the greatest professional wrestlers of all time. I think he's a good, capable professional wrestler. Um, he's a good, good, good You're a good, good hand, pal. <laughs> well, he's he's good in <laughs> ring. He's good on the mic. Not great at either. Yes. And, and sometimes, you know, that when you give someone who's not great at something too much, and that, look, the problem with Cody became far bigger than this, but it started with, he wasn't the guy that should be getting lengthy time on the microphone. Like he just, that's not it. He can, he, to your point, he can handle himself. And if, and if you manage it well, he's as good as, you know, everybody else in tier two. You know what I think he's good at? And I here and we thought I've, I, I can need to stop saying we, when it's things that I think, um, I've talked about this before. um, I, some of the it depending on which character or which person or what they're saying and what the problem is with what they're saying in AEW, whether it's tripping over words or saying things that maybe they shouldn't say or whatever. The problem with not having a producer is that is if you're not Jericho or CM Punk or MJF, you might not be like you. Some people do do much better when they can say talk about this 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 and go out there they're not scripted but they're guided do you know what i mean and so i think that in wwe we know that Sami Zayn is one of those guys we, where they're just kind of like well t- Sami Zayn's in tier one Sami Zayn is 100 but i'm but i'm saying like i could see them giving that level of freedom to him maybe of, of saying like okay listen you have a producer here's the guy here are the things we need to get over all right go do it 
I, I don't think they're going to script him word for word like they do with like Damian Priest or whatever. But like, I think that I think he can handle that. Like, I think he can handle Kevin Owens level. Of, you know, I think he I think he's my problem with his promos have never been that he can't cut them. It's what he says. Right. You know what right. I mean? Me, no, it, it's the mechanics. Through his, a, mecha- his mechanics are great. Yeah. yeah. Through a filter, I think somebody, you know, if he said out loud that uh, that American flag promo to someone, they'd probably be like, eh, don't say that. Don't say that. You know, like, I, I don't know. I, I, I see him as someone with an editor being being much better than maybe what we see without one. Um, I hope so. <laughs> you know, like I, I hope so. But if I, they put him out there with scripted, I, I just don't know. I don't know about that. I, I mean, a, a lot of those guys kind of come off flat that way. But look, we, we'll, we will see. I again, I, I'm not. I'm not here to tell you. I think it's the greatest moment ever. I'm not here to tell you that. I think it's going to be a slam dunk, or I think it, you know. I'm not saying any of those things. I think it's the absolute best of the situation that they're in, and that everybody's in. Like I think it's the best thing for Cody Rhodes. I think it's the best thing for AEW. I think it can be a good thing for WWE. I think it can be. We we got to see. They got to prove it. But I think it can be a good thing for WWE, um, depending on how things go moving forward. So all that being said, because it feels <laughs> like that, and to a, I mean, it really is amazing. The, the, like the Stone Cold thing was utterly shifted to the side the moment this like no right, and it's Stone Cold Steve Austin. I mean right. but, but part of that being the awkwardness of like nobody really reported anything like only reported maybe like that's all they, that really, they reached well, out they, they reported that they want that which is again yes. as I said before no kidding they want like, that. I mean haven't they wanted that for fifteen years <laughs> like what are we right. doing here um, and don't get me wrong if 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 that becomes if Stone Cold Steve Austin is participating in a wrestling match at WrestleMania, it will be a massive story and hopefully a one-time thing that never gets repeated again. And like, this is where I got to go back to. I get that we're excited because it's Stone Cold Steve Austin, but that's part of the problem. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin. We don't really want him to be a wrestler moving forward. That's not something we want. But if it's a one-time thing, and obviously Kevin Owens being the what makes sense, sure, Fine, make it a make it a spectacle. Do whatever you're gonna do with it. Um, to Aaron's point, it's better than just having Kevin Owens, hit, you know, get get hit with everyone's you know finishing moves and not have a match. Um, although it's not really great that he's gonna lose a match at WrestleMania, but whatever, whatever. It's it's. I was I was gonna say I don't know that it's actually even necessarily better. It simply is. because it's, be- it's better. It's better. Well, it it's. It- it's better. It's Stone Cold Steve Austin having a ma- and being involved. Well, being involved. Yeah, with, stop it. It's, it's stop. I don't know. Well, what no, you're no, doing. no, 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 no. For from promotion for everything else, one hundred percent right. I just here's here's my thing. I think he went out perfectly as far as his wrestling career, and I, I, you know, much like I don't like acknowledging Shawn Michaels had another wrestling match. This is so much different than that. <laughs> it's it's different, but I still like the idea that Stone Cold Steve Austin's last match was. A, Fantastic match. Yeah, but who cares, man? Like, I, uh, you know, dude, there are, a wrestling side fan of me says, yeah, dude, but no, obviously, obviously, and I was the one saying it. If this is a match, like, there's a reason that it's a match. There's a reason it's going to be a match, and it's going to be a huge thing. Yeah, but like, this is like when people complain about Michael Jordan with the Wizards at his end, end yeah. of his career. Like, it's Michael Jordan, man. Like, there's you, stop. We, we're kidding ourselves. Is there some romantic feeling about? Somebody ending their career on a sure. high note. Sure, there's a romantic feeling about it. Yes, that. and then that's stop. what I'm talking but about. Here, just it. that romantic it's, it's feeling. It's irrelevant. You know what I mean? The, like, it's the only thing I'll push irrelevant. back on is when he had his last match, no one knew he had his last match. And 
and the the Shawn Michaels thing is so much more embarrassing where they made a big deal about retiring him and then he looked nothing like he looked and couldn't wrestle and I mean could could kind of wrestle but it didn't give him much time to prepare it seemed and it was just a mess right and it was in Saudi Arabia and it was not like you're not even getting what you get by putting people on WrestleMania out of putting him at, at Saudi Arabia, you know, as far as the spectacle of it, like that's just a show in front of a lot of people that don't kind of care. Right. I mean, like they kind of care, but they kind of don't care. Um, WrestleMania is different. It's different with Sto- Stone Cold Steve Austin, who's going to look, you know, older, but he's going to look like what he looked like. Right. Like for the most part, Steve Austin's not going to do this if he's not in, a hundred percent great and shape. that's that's 100 that's the thing that i can count on oh. it's like he's not going to take it if he thinks it's going to hurt him well, I, no he's he's not going to come out and look like roddy piper with a t-shirt on I, he's not going to do that, say I, that I, I don't i don't have much expectation like if he's doing it i don't think he's trying to do it for anything more than a five minute match like i don't i, I think the right, point but is, i'm saying he's not going to come out a hundred pounds overweight and just no, like, be no, like look, you know looks wise sure but he's also not coming out to really have a wrestling match either no. like like that's not happening he's going to come out he's going to you know kick him a couple times he's going to hit of a stunner, and that'll be what it is and that's fine everything about that is fine given what we're talking about if if this even happens, and I'm still not certain that it even happens. I think it, it, it totally is possible that all it was was, hey, WWE would like that, and like, yeah, we all know that WWE would like that, but they would have liked that five years ago, and he didn't do it five years ago. They would have liked that the last time he was in Dallas, they didn't do it. So, you know, I, I, we'll, we'll, we will have to continue to monitor that to see if there's an actual report about it at some point. Um, I want to try to wrap this one up fairly quickly. Do you want to talk quickly about any, any, the NXT thing, Aaron? Which part of the NXT thing? The part where they're doing a show in the arena and you think... that uh, I mean, I, I didn't really... Like, it was just I was taken off guard by... And I'm not off guard. You definitely was, tweeted, like, this is going to be a massive failure. Well, I, I, I you, said you, I don't think it'll be half full. Yeah. I said it would be, be 25% full. Which, by the way, would be 5,000 people. Oh, I... I but first of all, I think this is nonsense. I, I think you are... I Do I think it's a good idea? No, I don't think it's a good idea. I think it's you're being... I think you're being far more far too over dramatic about a lot of this. They'll put plenty of people in that building because they'll do whatever is necessary to make sure there are plenty of people in that building. Will it be full? Probably not, but it's going to be there'll be enough people in that building cuz they're going to gimmick it up to make sure they put enough people in that building cuz sure. what Brandon will tell us about buildings they didn't book this building because they were fearful about what this is WWE we're talking about this isn't some fly by night production they're they're they they are going to figure out they have x number of people they're going to announce we will get you from NXT to Arlington they're going to figure some sort of way to gimmick this up and make sure there are people in the building um that and doesn't pro- and, and, and who knows they probably have no intention of selling the upper bowl right maybe well, they don't even do that for raw you know what right. i mean in most towns like that might that might be part of it or it might very well be that they think that there are enough people in dallas that they're not going to limit themselves today they might limit the side instead of saying we're not going to sell the upper bowl they might just say we're not going to we're not going to sell the camera side at all right exactly um, like they might do that and that's that's no different than any other wwe show whatsoever um, they might say, you know, if, if we if we sell 8,000 tickets, we think we've done well here. But I also don't think they're going to purposely limit themselves and say there's no way we could fill this building. I think they'll 100% consider other things that they can do 
in order to, to people that don't right now have responsibilities for WrestleMania to say, you know, go help us out, go sell us a few tickets for NXT or something along those lines. I just, I, I, I think the premise is this is a bad idea, and I don't disagree with that for a number of reasons, not the least of it, which being if they had a great product that they wanted to fill the building for, it's still problematic to do a show and then try to shuffle everyone off to the other side of town during the course of the day. Like, there is still a problem there inherently, even if NXT was at its height. Even if this was the most desirable NXT product in the history of ever, it would still be difficult to say, go to this. Well, they'll probably make it a two hour show, right? So two, two and a half, yeah, somewhere around there. So it'll wrap by one, one thirty, and we need you know, we want you to be in Arlington by five. It's not impossible. Well, st- by four. It'll, it'll start at four local time. Why would it start at four local time? Why would it start at WrestleMania five? WrestleMania starts at seven Eastern, right? Hasn't it started at seven the past yeah, few years? Local, cent- if, if not earlier, yeah. Arlington's seven. in central time. Oh, I you're right. I was thinking it was Mountain. You're no, right. No, it's in central time. It starts at six. Yep. So okay. There's, there's plenty of time physically to do it. It's not an impossibility. It's just annoying. And that the annoying factor comes in when the product's not that good. That's where the annoying factor comes in. Because, again, we would have... If this was Shinsuke Nakamura at, at NXT all those years sure. ago, we would have paid $100 for an Uber in order to make sure that we could pull this off. Like, yes. There's no price that we wouldn't have paid in order to do it. The annoying factor only comes in because the product is lessened. You can alleviate that. You can come up with a, you know, it, with your ticket price, we'll, we'll purchase, we'll also throw in a bus to get you to WrestleMania. There's a million things that you can do in order to make sure that you overcome that it also has to include improving the product in some sort of way. I don't think Dolph Ziggler alone does that. I think we all believe that it should be Walter versus um, uh, Braun Breaker for the title. That's good, but I think there's room in there for there to be another marquee match. Um, whoever that is, I don't know. Sadly, the answer... Maybe, maybe that's where you have Champa Ziggler. Um, I mean, Champa Ziggler... Oh, that's, def- that's definitely I, happening. But I think there, there's got to be one more. Like, I think... Oh, yeah. I, I don't. You, I, I think there's got to be uh, not Finn because you just did that. With, right, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think who's the guy. Of, of course, Finn makes the most sense, but no, you, it can't be Finn because you just yeah. did it. Um, you know. I, you know what? Maybe it is Shinsuke. Oh, he did just drop the belt, oh, I, or he might just drop. Spoiler. The belt. Yeah, he might. He <laughs> might drop I guess two though. Um. I mean, because you haven't really built anyone else up to be a big... I mean, Grayson Waller, I, I guess. I mean, a certain section of fans would kind of freak out for, like, Pete Dunne versus Shinsuke, oh, but that's, that's not what you sell. Yeah, that's not what you sell. I, I do think... I Ray- mean, if you, if you have Pete Dunne beat Carmelo Hayes for the title, and then... Uh, I don't know. They're, so, they're sort of teasing that, right? I don't know. They, if, they, are, they-, they are sort of teasing that. I would go, I would go twofold here. One... Um, I, I do think that something as simple as to, to Aaron's point that you could just announce Grayson Waller against Shinsuke Nakamura. And the point is that you're getting Shinsuke Nakamura. It's not as if the match needs to be a, an ultimate classic, but you could probably would be pretty good. I mean, the guy held his own with AJ Styles. It, would, it so. would be good. There's no, there's no debate about that. It would be good. There's no question that you could do that. I would, I would also say that like you, you might, it, it, right now, Santos Escobar doesn't have something on his dance card. It doesn't make any sense. Why oh, are you doing Santos Escobar be... against Shinsuke oh, Nakamura? They, okay. But it would work. You know, that like... would be the match. Or, or I mean, I guess it depends how much you want to gimmick up. Could you see 
a, a rematch between Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura, which serves as a rematch for the Intercontinental title from earlier in the year, plus a rematch from TakeOver Dallas six years ago. I mean, I mean yeah. I mean, <laughs> you would, there would be, a wrestling fan would pay a boatload of money to see that. I, I don't. I think it's pretty clear we're doing Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville. So the question yeah, is, you yeah, you could do both of those. Are things. you Sami Zayn up. could fight Johnny Knoxville and, the next and, day, and it would be way better. The idea of having Johnny Knoxville, like I, I, everything I just said about doing that a week ago completely changes the moment it's Johnny. When Knoxville. it's for the title, that's, title. Yeah. that's a joke. But if you could separate it and say, no, we're doing a title match, and then we're also doing this thing with Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville, now I feel far differently about that. Um, and, and it and, would be kind of funny if Shinsuke, let's say Shinsuke beat John or Sami Zayn for the Intercontinental title, and then Sami Zayn loses to Johnny Knoxville because he's so tore up from the other match or that, whatever. That's, that's the obvious way to do it. Yeah. And then, no. and then they could, and then he that continues Sami Zayn's character perfectly. But all of these things are things that you can do in order to try to. I mean, for for there's they, they will they will get if they're struggling they will gimmick the hell out of it because the fans are there like they are present in Dallas that weekend they just have to get them to come that's it and and they can charge $5 more for a ticket and say we're taking care of your transportation to Arlington and by the way i was probably going to spend money to get to Arlington anyway so if i'm getting the next yeah you know what this math works i'll do it um this is not going to be the embarrassment that you're portraying it, that it will be. I still think you bit off more than you could chew, and I still don't know why you wouldn't have just run the effing building in Arlington. Like that that's that you know what it's probably as simple as? They have that building for SmackDown and Raw, they have it all weekend, so you might as well use it. I guess. I mean I, that, I guess. That yeah. that's I bet you that's what they're thinking is. I th- well yeah, because the, the the ring and everything will all still be set up. Do we It'll, know they, do we do we know where they're doing fan fests? It's probably at the convention. It, it was at the convention center last year, which is right, you know, a mile, mile and a half away from the arena. Okay. I mean, keeping everything centrally located. I mean, if, if you think about it, they probably don't lose any money. Like, if nobody came, they probably don't lose. They probably had the arena anyway. Yeah, you know what I, I mean? I, they they got to pay a little more to actually run the building. Right, probably, you, you know, have to staff it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. right. Well, sure, but, yes. but I can tell you, taking it off the books is a significant expense. Well, so, I, like, I also feel like in recent years they've tried to get around that. Like, and if we're not doing an event on that day, we like, what wasn't there an issue with that with LA where the, like the LA was like, we're gonna do a Lakers game on Saturday. Like, if you're not gonna be here, we're gonna do an event. We're not just leaving. The building just doesn't get to be yours for four days. But um, you could pay for it to be though. You, you there's there are buyout fees. Right, but when you, you can, have a building that has two professional sports teams, like I No, the, you can buy out the, the day as one of I, I understand that. I just don't know that it's practical to do it. Like I don't Oh, it's a hundred percent not practical. I, but I, you can do it. Yeah, I just I would be surprised at this point if that's the business that WWE was doing versus saying if we've got WrestleMania at this place on Saturday, we don't necessarily need the building. We're not just buying it for the sake of buying it. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. That now they did that. It could have been part of the deal to bring it to town. I mean, you never know. Like maybe this. I mean, there are just from a little bit of my experience of seeing how some of this, the insides of this basketball tournament in Baltimore worked. Right. There are other things at at, at play, even though it it appears on the outside looking in that these are all different entities, and that might no, be no, true. I, I know that, but I would I would also say that like keep in mind Baltimore that that building in Baltimore has nothing else going on. <laughs> Like, no, no, no. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm saying that like there are organizations yes. that then get a lot of different people on the same page. Yep. 
and there's money exchanged and that probably happened with or happens with wrestlemania I, I in that amount of large buildings they use i don't disagree with that there still has to be a practicality level to it you know what i mean like that, that still has to matter to to say we're gonna make sure everybody's involved and and not for for what purpose right like why you know how easy it is for these buildings to flip over and and get ready to host another oh event now? yeah of course it's insane yep. So what is the value of just leaving the building unused for a couple of days when it's not that hard to move a ring? I, I mean, I unless unless they rented it for rehearsals and things because okay, we have heard now there's that's the, there, there's a great that that is a very fair that's if they said we want the ring in the building for all four days so that on Saturday the people that are wrestling on Sunday can go in there and work stuff out that 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 is the most compelling argument that you can make cuz we have heard that they do that for WrestleMania sure that's that but they, is but they usually do it a little closer to the venue that's the only problem but it's closer to where they are Friday you know what i mean it's closer to where they are Monday and it's pro- like and, and where everybody's hotel this is are. a unique situation i mean this like you know if you told me that WrestleMania and this will never happen unfortunately but if you told me that WrestleMania was in Washington D.C., but they rented the building in Baltimore for four days, that's not crazy. It's not. It's easy enough to get to between those two places. I mean, like we're 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 inventing reasons why things are hard that are not hard. Well, you know what I mean? Like, well, I, I think that's an extreme. But yes, Dallas to Arlington is not quite that, right? Like I I do agree that there's some. There's some, there's something there. There's something there. All right, is there anything else we have to cover? Can we, can we go ahead and wrap up? I feel like that we, this is one yeah. of those weeks where the big stories and everything else kind of doesn't matter, right? Yeah. All right. I very think so. good. Let's get our plugs in. Uh, Aaron, begin with you. Uh, follow me on Twitter at the A Oster. Uh, fo- check out Veasan. Veasan slash madness for our March Madness betting special. Of course, check it out on Mass and all the Veasan programming there, and on the iHeartMedia app. Right, uh, at the Aoster on Twitter and listen to Simply the the Bets uh, as Aaron's part of that. And he had a much better week this week than his first couple of weeks. 2-0 a yesterday. Much, much better week. Um, that's every Wednesday at 11. Wow. Brandon. Uh, we just announced Bad Flowers coming to Ramsad Live on April 12th and Bad Fish Tribute to Sublime Returns on April 22nd. Both shows go on sale Friday, uh, February 18th, whenever you're listening to this. But Friday... February 18th at 10 a.m. at ramsheadlive.com. You can buy your tickets. Uh, a lot more show announcements coming up. Go to at ramsheadlive on Instagram, at ramsheadlive on Twitter. And as always, I am at Brandon Linton on Twitter. At Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com for me, uh, for Brandon, for Aaron, and for the main event. Vent. 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 AJ Francis, a.k.a. Frank, I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out. You know what would be awesome if we got the, whoa, we're only smoking mirrors theme back? All right, we'll leave it at that.